Greetings, greetings. This is Icam. I'd like to um, give you um, some heads up on some understanding. Some, um, <clears throat> excuse me, some complete understanding of life, <clears throat> of what's going on. But um, there is something I would like to bring to your enlightenment. The spiritual realm is a different world. The spiritual realm is a world as well. <clears throat> By faith, the words, the worlds, pure world, the worlds were framed by the word of God, which means there was more than one world. Whereas the, the naked eye could not see the other worlds, because the other worlds were also spiritual. And if that's the case, judgment begins in the spiritual realm. When God created Adam and Eve, he had their, their flesh could not have come alive until God himself blew into their nostril life. And the only thing God could have blown into them was spirit. The breath of life. The breath of life is spiritual. Judgment begins in the realm of the spirit. When God makes a decision, he makes it in the realm of the spirit. So that it may manifest naturally to what he has created naturally. Spiritual, that the natural man cannot understand spiritual things. Pay attention. The natural man, naked eye, cannot understand the spiritual things because it's foolishness unto the natural man who focuses only in their naked eye. But the spiritual man would understand spiritual things more than the natural man. Because the natural, the spiritual man focuses as on his spiritual eye, including his naked eye. The naked eye is in the natural realm, whereas you can see out of your eyes. The spiritual eyes is where you can see what the spirit reveals unto you according to God's word. Right? As well as the naked eye. Judgment begins in the realm of the spirit. Sometimes some folks don't even know why they're scratching their body. Or, or why they feel pain in their body. Something has happened in the realm of the spirit that caused their temple to be hurt. Something has, has happened in the realm of the spirit that caused their temple to scratch or so. Something has caused their temple to be fidgety, without rest, without peace. Right? To cause the natural, natural side to be affected. Judgment begins in the realm of the spirit. When God makes a decision, he makes it where you cannot see. Then you can see. The reason behind me saying this, is many has been asking, why has there been so much natural disasters? Is because of what's spiritually not there. When God took his spirit away from the people in the times of Noah, he took the grace of God away from them. Judgment began in the realm of the spirit. So God judged himself from them and said he, he, he was sorry that he made man. He took the spirit away from them and did not look upon them no more. Guys, when this happens, when the spirit of God departs from a person, there's only one thing that's going to happen. It's a natural disaster. 
The whole purpose of me teaching you guys this is for you to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what is going on in this life in such a time as this. Disasters are not because of pleasing God. It's because they do not please God. That's why there's disasters, not just natural disaster. We're talking about temple disasters. Judgment begins in the realm of the spirit. When God corrects a person, he doesn't always have to correct him like the natural man does. He corrects them in the spiritual realm by taking away and removing certain grace that they cannot function in or walk in anymore. A people who are in lack of the grace of God has been judged by their father because they don't please their father anymore. Therefore, they have been judged. Never compare God's judgment to a man's judgment because his ways are higher than a man. He sees all things that a man does not see. Therefore, God judges them in another dimension first and then the prophet or those who have been prophesied for God and speaking for God will prophesy what the Lord has done unto the kingdom or the people they only speak for the Lord therefore they can only say what the Lord has done or is going to do this teaching is for us and for you and for whoever is listening to pay attention guys Spiritually, God judges the temple so that the temple may be affected by his judgment. God judges his kingdom in that way as well. Alright, this is just a, a short teaching on the spiritual realm and how God operates. So that you may understand how to please your father again. That no kind of judgment may take place in the realm of the spirit that affects you naturally. At cause you be naturally unsuccessful and improper and unprosperous. Okay? Thank you guys for listening to iCamp's podcast. You have a wonderful day. Greetings. This is Israel Cleon on Dream Cloud. Welcome back to my podcast. And today's um, um, episode will be about how can you hear the voice of God how and what and is it God that speaks unto you and today uh, we're going to talk about how to tap into that level of sensitivity in hearing of the voice of God first and foremost we're going to talk about the this twofold is this is a twofold teaching but we'll talk about the first basis. This, um, the first basis when it comes to hearing the voice of God is, is um, surrendering oneself. You cannot hear the voice of God fully if you don't fully surrender yourself unto Him. That you may know that it's Him that speaketh unto you. Present your body holy and acceptable unto Him meaning to surrender yourself to give to him give your heart your mind 
and your body to him. Therefore, this fulfills the word. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your spirit, with all your body. As you love, the relationship between you and the Father that you love will not fail. If love is not in between you and God, then the relationship between you and Him is going to fail. Therefore, you love Him with your heart, mind, and soul, and body, that you may hear clearly of Him. As your temple is surrendered unto Him, He fills you. As the Spirit of Him fills you, the Spirit shall minister unto you as He fills you. How can Tommy, Mary, and Jerry hear from God? When you have God within, the inner man, which is the Holy Spirit, speaks unto you by revelation, by promptings, by knowings, by dreams, by visions. How can you hear the still audible voice of the Holy Spirit that is so gentle? The Holy Spirit is also God. You have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. When you worship the Holy Spirit, when you praise the Holy Spirit, when you love the Holy Spirit, you hear the Holy Spirit. What you love is what you submit to. What you hear is what you submit to. It is what you hear is what you love. If you love God and you love the Spirit of God within you, you shall hear from God within you. Love says it shall not fail. If you do not love God, can you hear from Him within? Let us have common sense. This is earthly wisdom here. I'm going to reveal to you. If you love God, can you hear from what you do not love within? Love is the clarification and the clarity of hearing what you love. I will say it again. Love is the clarification and the clarity of hearing what you love. You are drawn and attractive and attractive to what you love. Therefore, you pursue what you love. If you pursue what you love, then you're going to listen to what you love. When you love God, you listen to Him. You hear Him. Because you cannot listen to what you cannot hear. The Holy Spirit, the whisper of the Holy Spirit, his gentle voice. Ask yourself the question, when was the last time you hear your inner man speak to you clearly? Clear as day. When was the last time did you hear him? See, the grace of God is there and made available to those who are humble unto God. You cannot hear God if you are unsubmissive are unsubjective submission and subjectiveness is the key to hearing your God to hear what he has to say does your temple as it surrenders submit unto God and the spirit that he places in, on the inside of you that is the 
spirit is not with him, then who is in you hearing you? Are you hearing yourself or are you hearing him who's in you? Those who have relationship with God is in love with God. Therefore his spirit shall dwell in you. Those who are in love with God that has the spirit within shall hear of the inner man within. The relationship between the temple and God is according to love, not hate. Love will never fail. So the question is, is it God that I'm hearing? Or is it that myself that I'm hearing? The main objective is to hear what God has to say. How can I tell when God speaks unto me? Hear ye the word of the Lord. God does not speak outside of power. He speaks in power. God does not speak outside of authority. He speaks in authority. God does not speak outside of peace. He speaks in peace. God does not speak outside of joy. He speaks in joy. God does not speak outside of love. He speaks in love. God does not speak outside of protection. He speaks in protection. So if you judge yourself according to that perfect word, according to what you have heard, then you will know if it is of God or not. God does not give you a plan and not give you the provision to the plan. God doesn't call you and not provide for you. He calls you and provides for you. Do you see what I'm saying? God is not a God of disorder. He doesn't cause disorder. He brings order. Therefore, when God speaks to you, He speaks in order, not disorder. So, I want you to ask yourself the question, when was the last time I heard God speak to me internally? When you hear from God, you are hearing correctly. It's when you do not hear from Him. You're not hearing correctly. Now, this first... This are twofold teaching. This is the first level. Whereas you have relationship with His Spirit. Those who are in relationship with the Holy Spirit is hearing clearly and in the will of the Father. When you hear clearly, you flourish. You are not dysfunctional. You are functional. Anyone who is functioning correctly is hearing correctly. Now, the temple that is dysfunctional is a temple that is not surrendered to God. When the temple is surrendered to God, they are functioning correctly. Dysfunctional people are not for God. They're for themselves. Therefore, spiritual things they do not respect or understand. They respect natural things. Anytime you see dysfunctionality, it's a lack of submissiveness and subjectiveness. They didn't surrender. So, those who are hearing clearly, or hearing clearly, or hearing correctly, will question what they're hearing. 
because they know when they hear God it flows good when you don't hear God it don't flow good this has been a one uh, the first level of teaching on how to hear your father I will continue to the second level of teaching but to close off with this uh, first level allow your heart allow your mind allow your calling leg <clears throat> allow your temple to have the spirit of god in it when you have the spirit of god in your heart in your mind in your calling leg and in your temple you are hearing directly from what has filled you which is god when god puts his spirit inside of you you have a new flesh you are recreated by his spirit which means you have a new birth and there's normally a dna that comes with the spirit all right i'm going to close off with that um state the ending statement and an ending knowledge that you may understand um how to hear clearly from god how to know that god is in you how to know that the holy spirit is ministering to through you and to you and how when and who you belong to if you belong you shall have him in you but if you do not belong he's not going to dwell what doesn't want to belong to him and then is my ending word you guys have a wonderful day this is i camp signing out from um his podcast the next episode have a wonderful day now bye Welcome back guys. This is I Cam. Welcome back to my podcast. Today I would like to do part 2 of um of this teaching how to hear the voice of God. Yesterday we did how to hear internally when you're alone, when you're by yourself, in your quiet time, in your um time of um relaxation and meditation. when you relax and meditate to recap to re- when you relax meditate or alone you want to hear what god says internally and to recap in our yesterday's teaching to hear internally is to have him within you to have the spirit of god within you and how do you have the spirit of god within you by allowing your temple to be surrendered unto him that he may have a resting place in your body that he may dwell in you the baptism of the spirit of god fills your temple as you agree to him he lives in you and with you by his spirit and when you fine tune your temple in subjection and submission unto the leadership of the holy spirit you will hear the father internally in your private time whereas you meditate you relax and you you um listen to the inner voice your inner man 
you surrender your heart and your mind unto him that you may hear what the Spirit is saying that has filled your mind and your heart. And that is just a small recap of yesterday's teaching on how to hear him internally. You must have him internally to hear him, not yourself. You must have him internally. Now let us continue with today's teaching on how to hear him externally. Now that you have learned about the internal hearing, let us let us focus on the external hearing. Let us begin. The Spirit of God that fills a person makes them a son and a daughter. For those who are led by the Spirit of God is called his sons and his daughters. And those who are under the leadership of the Spirit is no longer under the law, but by grace. They are under grace. Therefore, their life is a reflection of the grace of God. They walk according to the nine fruits of the Spirit. Matter of fact, the nine fruits of the Spirit are manifested through the life of the individual who has been baptized and filled by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the law does not apply to them. The nine fruits of the Spirit does not cause you to become unrighteous. It teaches you righteousness and how to live righteously. Therefore, the law does not apply to them because they don't live a lawless lifestyle. Now, today's teaching will be about how to hear God externally. How do you hear God from another person? God does not speak outside of authority, out of power, out of the anointing, out of peace, out of love. He speaks in love. Matter of fact, the anointing does not come unless there is love. When God speaks to a person, God doesn't speak in strife. But God does not cause strife. Hatred stirs up strife. God is a prosperous God. God is a God of prosperity. Strife does not come from prosperity. It comes from poverty. The Lord teaches you how to prosper because He is prosperity. He doesn't teach you how to be poor or impoverished. Therefore, when God speaks through a person, they will teach you how to prosper. They will show you how to prosper. They will reveal to you how to maneuver and to obtain prosperity. God is concerned about the prosperity of his servant. He delights in the prosperity of his servant. Not poverty, prosperity. You do not bow to the Lord and become impoverished and poor. You bow down to the Lord and become prosperous. Therefore, God increases you when you are humbled. The grace of God is for those who are humbled, not for those who are not humble. Therefore, they are prospering, those who are humble, whom has His grace. When God speaks, you hear the voice of God speaking. For the voice of God is not a normal voice. 
it is super is it it is a supernatural voice anyone who has surrendered their mouth and their heart unto God shall be used by God for his glory when a person speaks for God they speak in peace they speak in love they speak in authority they speak in the anointing they speak without causing strife God doesn't speak and cause strife so how can you detect when a person is speaking for God these things that I have just revealed to you is what you look for the tone of a person as well can depict whether they're speaking for God or not when you speak for God you have the same sound as your God all right let me give you an understanding of what I'm saying here when a husband and wife is married they are just to have the same speech the reason behind that that the husband and wife heart is to be married to each other where therefore their sound is to be the same not different the same when a person has been surrendered unto God and they have come into covenant with God the sound that God gives to them is his sound wherefore they have a new sound and that is the sound of the Lord when they speak they sound like him when they sound like him you hear him through them how can you tell if it's the Lord's sound the Lord, the sound of the Lord is distinctly different from any other sound the sound says look to me look upon me and the person does not say it to you they speak and you hear God you hear your Lord <clears throat> so you listen to the sound this sound does not cause strife <clears throat> excuse me this sound does not cause problems this sound is a problem fixer God doesn't cause a problem he fixes your problem when a person speaks for God externally and you're listening to if God is speaking God speaks and fixes your problem he doesn't cause problem okay how else can you hear from God? How else can you tell when a person is speaking for God? They are the magnets. When a person is speaking for God, you are automatically drawn to them. Why is it that when a person speaks for God and those who love God are automatically drawn to them? they have a light that you love about them they are a magnet <clears throat> magnets are people who attract others to, towards who they are in God not outside of him in him when a person's light is turned on in the temple they are not unattractive they are attractive because of their inner beauty which is the light of God when they speak for God they have God's light in them and it shines bright through them all you do is nod your head and shake your head and say yes 
because God speaks through them. People who have magnets are stars. They are stars. Magnets are stars in the kingdom. You is like you hear them speak one word and you couldn't stop listening to them. That's what we call stars. Stars who have the light of God. And they are like a magnet. You you are drawn to them. Peace, love, joy, kindness, gentleness, patience, anointing, power, authority, problem fixing, positive influence and results. This is how you know that God is speaking to a person. This is how you know that they are an agent of God. Sanctification, justification, rectification, baptism. This is how you know they are really for God and speaking for God externally. When you go, you listen, you dwell. And when you have company, this is what you listen for. God is not a divisive God. He's a God of unity. Are they about unity? Division is not of God. God says to reject a divisive man. To be divisive means not to be in unity. The Spirit of God doesn't cause you to be divisive. It causes you to be in unity. We are in unity in the bond of peace by His Spirit. The peace that passes all understanding. It's God's grace in a person's life. Despite what it may look like. That's how you know God is in it. God says, take my yoke upon your neck. Huh? Take my burden. But I will not give you strife in with my burden. Neither shall I give you strife with my yoke. Neither shall I give you strife with my responsibility. But I shall give you rest and peace with my yoke and my responsibility. This is how you know God is speaking. God doesn't give you a job and give you strife. God doesn't give you a job and give you stress. God doesn't give you an assignment and give you stress. It ain't God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God says, I will give you rest and peace in your responsibility. There has been a thief, guys. I've been stealing from the truth. God says the true child rise while deception dies. Anytime a person speaks for God, truth shall be highlighted. Righteousness shall be highlighted. They are not deceivers or are people of deception. They speak the truth to end deception as well. Righteousness is of God. As a matter of fact, we are established according to the righteousness of our Father, which is His Word. 
we do not speak outside out of righteousness. We speak in righteousness and we cause righteousness to be established in the kingdom of earth to advance the kingdom of God. That is righteous. So this has been a short teaching of part two of how to hear God speaking externally. You have learned internally and you have learned externally. Stay tuned for part three and how to hear God with the in, with, um, in the conclusion as well as the uh, inclusion of part one and part two in the final part that I will be talking about. Okay? You guys have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope this has blessed you and, and caused you to, to think clearly and to fix your problem. God is a problem fixer. God is a problem fixer. He fixes your problem. God doesn't cause problem. Even God's judgment is a problem fixer. Even God's judgment is good news. So receive the word of the Lord that I have given unto you. Have a beautiful day, guys. Bye now. Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is ICAM. I would like to do part three, the final part of how to hear from God. Let's do a, a, a minute of recapping. Um, we talked about in the first part how to hear from God internally as you submit yourself and surrender yourself so that the Spirit of God may come in you, dwell in you, in your heart and in your mind and you make him your Lord and Savior, right? Whereas his Spirit dwells in you and he will soften your heart and give you a new heart of flesh, a new mind, a pure mind and a pure heart. For revelation comes to those who have a pure heart. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God means to have sight. They have the sight to see and to hear from God clearly. Now the second part is the external part. Whereas you hear the voice of God from another man, another woman, or even children. These kind of people are spirit-filled people. Who is connected to God and has the grace of God in their life. <coughs> Excuse me. And you can hear God through them. You can hear God speak through them as you conversate with them. They have the same sound as their father. They speak as their father. They have the same characteristics of their father. So you will know that it's their father that speaks through them and not no gimmick. Today we're going to finalize our, our three-part session on how to hear from God. <clears throat> and we're going to finalize today and we're going to do some um, announcements after that. The third part in hearing from God. Yes, the third part from hearing <laughs> from God. Sorry about that. This slight pause. Um, first, it was internally. Now it's externally. Now you look at you look at your situation. How can you depict when God is speaking to you through your situation? situations God speaks through as well now you know how to hear from yourself you know how to hear from people now you're going to hear from situations 
anytime God is in a situation, as I have said, according to his characteristics, he will be there. Let me explain what I'm saying here. If God is not in your situation, then you will not have peace. You will not have rest. You will have strife, you will have stress, you will, you will have um, terror. You will have destruction. You will have theft. You will have um, everything opposite of his characteristics. Now God speaks through situations because of who he is. When God speaks through your situation, he can be either absent or present. When God speaks through your situation, he, he, if he's present, then there's peace there. There is rest there. There is joy there. There is no stress there. There is no, um, no kind of strife. No kind of destruction. No kind of um, barrenness. No kind of uh, lack. Um, no kind of um, impoverishment. When God is present there, He prospers you. He brings peace. He brings prophecy there. Yes, He does. But are they paying attention to the prophetic? when God speaks in their situation. Situations can be prophetic and non-prophetic. I will say it again. Situations can be prophetic and non-prophetic. Non-prophetic means he's not there. He's absent. He's not in your situation because your situation was never given unto him. Situations that highlight self is situations that stems from self. Therefore, self-inflicted curses is because of self. God is not present there. Situations that highlight God and the grace of God is there is situation that has been um, exalted unselfishly towards God. That way God can be present and come into your situation so to, to master the art of listening to God, it takes submission and subjection, first to him and to your appointed leader, whom he has appointed you to, that yourself may be in order, that you may hear clearly as you are in order. When you are in disorder, you cannot hear clearly. You hear in disorder. This is why submission and subjection is very important in order to hear clearly. So we have come to a final close of how to hear from God just for today. And we will talk more about, um, about um, fine tuning oneself and how to seal up, how to relax how to soak in the presence of God. 
that you may hear is still small voice. There has not been much soaking. Soaking means to rest in, to be quiet, to be still. In stillness and in quietness shall be your strength. They have no strength because they blabber too much. They're not listening. Do you see what I mean, guys? In stillness and in quietness shall be your strength. You increase in strength as you listening. Okay? Alright, guys. You have a wonderful day. This is ICAM signing out with part two. Um, I would like to make an announcement before I go. Um, Queen Esther's, get ready. There's a revival coming and you're part of this as well. Men, you are part of this. But I had to highlight this mandate. Queen Esther's, get ready. There's a revival coming. Okay? You guys have a wonderful day.